I feel like being in a relationship and being in love and then doing shrooms or whatever psychedelic with your partner, you, you not only get that shrooms bond, but then it's just like a force multiplier when you're in love with that person. And it's like magic, man. I'm Yuki, joined by my co-host Reggie, and you're listening to Modern Day Hippie, the podcast about doing drugs in a responsible, fun, and safe way to improve your life. Before we jump into today's episode, a quick legal disclaimer. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Our goal is to educate and inform others about the realities of substance use in an engaging format. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to attempt to recreate anything found in this episode or any of our other content. We are not confessing to any accident in this podcast. The content in this episode should not be treated as factual or real in any way. Now, with that, we hope you enjoy today's show. Ladies and gentlemen, modern day hippies of all ages, welcome back to the podcast you know and love, Modern Day Hippie. Today, we're we're catching back up after, I believe, uh, a week off of recording. So Reggie and I are, are packed full of updates and fresh ideas to serve you guys. Reggie, you got any, any exciting updates for us? Anything drug-related going on in your life? Yeah, man. I can't say I'm really proud of this, but I did start to smoke weed again. I'm not going to lie. Damn. All right. Well, w- walk me through that. What's up with that? Honestly, I just realized that the reason I stopped smoking weed was because it would just make me so unproductive. And it would just, it kind of started creeping into my life a little bit too much to where instead of doing what I needed to be doing, whether that be work around the house or like hustling or whatever, you know, I would just be stoned and, you know, watching TV or YouTube videos or some shit. And so once I took a break from smoking weed and I, I stopped smoking for like a long time, for like a few months at that point. Yeah. Like a decently long time. I, and I reintroduced it. I was a lot more comfortable with it. And now I, I only really do it when I don't have anything else to do. Like when I'm trying to just unwind and relax, I make sure not to let it creep into like me being productive. And if I'm being totally transparent here, I also start smoking more again because my girlfriend is a fucking stoner, bro. <laughs> so it's just hard to not smoke whenever like you're, you know, your partner is like out here smoking. And so it's like, all right, like if we're literally doing nothing except for chilling and watching TV together right now, like I might as well just, you know, hit the joint or whatever. Like it's not a big deal. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. And honestly, I don't think I've fully appreciated how much your significant other influences your drug habits just because like I've been with my partner for several years now and we've been on very parallel journeys and it would have been really fascinating if we had taken like different Yeah, it's like that song, I forgot who sings it, but he's like, we don't do the same drugs no more. (laughs) I think it's like Chance the Rapper or something, (laughs) but but that's real. Oh, it's such a thing. Yeah, I mean, like what drug you're on to a decent extent like curates your vibe at any given moment so it is kind of important to match that well i have to say i'm like i'm proud that you took the step back from smoking when you did because i I think like i don't think smoking is bad um i think just everything should be done in moderation and most important thing is just recognizing when you're going beyond that moderation which you did you took action and i think you you saw some benefits and now it's just like you can keep it at a good level great it's too heavy like maybe take another break again but i think even just mentally like knowing that you can stop doing drugs like that's a huge reason why at least once a year i take a full month like completely stone cold sober and honestly i feel great and it's like a just a time to let my brain my body fully recharge return to a true baseline and number two just like prove to myself that i can because if anything if i'm like trying to be sober and i'm thinking about a certain drug like that's an indicator to me that okay like something might be off let me do something about it rather than getting in too deep with the with the drug and taking things a little too far 
uh, to a point where they do become dangerous, um, breaks are just a great opportunity to recognize that. And it's like not a bad thing to be like, oh, maybe I am like, maybe this specific drug is occupying a little too much of my brain space. Because if you've reached that thought first before you're overdoing it, then like that is, again, opportunity for you to take action and, and actually do something about it before you get right. To and then the second that you are not able to take a break from the drug, you know that you're not doing it recreationally anymore. And at that point, you should really reconsider why you're doing the drug. Because, <laughs> like, you know, we're all about recreational use here and some therapeutic use but we're not we're not about that addiction game we're not trying to get people hooked on these things man like that's hell no dude. slippery slope yeah no more addicted than you could get on on any other things like like any substance can be addictive right whether it's recreational drugs sugar it's alcohol whether it's pharmaceuticals yeah sugar fucking social media jerking off porn hits like like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Anyways, <laughs> Reggie, what, what do you want to talk about today, man? I know you got something special cooking. Right. So speaking of significant others, today I want to talk about a topic that Yuki, I feel like you would relate to, and that is love and drugs. Because, you know, love's a powerful thing, but then once you add drugs in, man, like it's another world, dude. Like, Yeah, I mean, hell, love is the, is the most powerful drug That's of all. true. That is true. But man, I don't know about you, just to kind of kick things off here a little bit. I know that whenever, like, I'd say that I'm still in the honeymoon phase with my girlfriend. I think I can confidently say that, like, we're still very much super in love with each other, like, can't get enough of each other, having sex all the time type of thing. There was a period of time where I wasn't working and she wasn't working and we were kind of just chilling. I was still getting paid, don't get me wrong, but I just wasn't working. (laughs) And and we were just on drugs for like, probably like, a few days straight, like mostly weed, but also we were mixing in psychedelics and other things like whippets. And I'm not going to lie, man, like that whole time was just like a fever dream for me, man. It was just the most magical kind of experience where like, I already know I love this person and like, I can feel that physically. Like I could feel the vibrations coming off them. Like the tension between us was so strong that other people, whenever they would see us interacting with each other, they would comment on it and be like, I could like see the tension between y'all. There's like physical static electricity like between you two right now. And like it really felt like that. You know, obviously there wasn't actually like electricity, but like you get what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but I totally. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can agree more on this. Like for my partner and I, like shrooms have had so many like positive impacts on our relationship. And we already loved each other very much before. We're already doing like great. It wasn't something that like saved our relationship because it didn't like need saving or anything. But it's made it like even deeper and more profound. It's like we especially like our favorite thing to do is just take mushrooms on like a Friday night, just chill at home, like watch TV show that we love or play like Stardew Valley or some like really chill video game. And it's just such quality time because I feel like so many of these drugs, whether they're psychedelics or things like weed, they really play this role of like snapping you into the moment. Yeah, man. Like whatever you're under the influence, like you're struggling to think about the past, maybe because it's just like kind of hard. I really think about the future. You're just like so in the moment. And when you and someone who you love are both in that moment together and assuming that you're on the same vibe, it, it just like compounds onto each other. And it's a beautiful thing. And it's just like every time that my partner and I will do pretty much any drug together like it'll just it feels like it just brings us like even closer than we already are 
and we don't ever feel like that's possible, but somehow it just like keeps going and going. I will say some like stipulations for this are number one, that you react to that drug differently. So for example, like one drug where that's not the case for my partner and I is with ketamine. I like really love ketamine. Like honestly, ketamine is one of my favorite drugs at this point in this current day. Whereas for my partner, like ketamine is just not her thing. Like it doesn't agree with her. She's tried it a couple of times. It's not her thing. And I very much respect that. Like she realized that she knows that and she's not just continuously trying it again and again and having multiple shitty experiences like she had i think two not great experiences with it she's like like i'm out of it it's not for me and i'm like okay like like great glad you know that i can still enjoy this on my own ha- have a great time and the second one being like i do think that in a lot of ways it will reflect just what the current vibes in your relationship are right like for example there are times where there's actually a time i think a couple of weeks ago where my partner and i were about to go to like a rave and like the evening of I think she just did something that like bothered me a little bit. Like it was nothing major. Just like, I think we bickered a little bit and there was just something like weighing on my mind and it was just really silly. And I literally told her like, I was like, I don't think I'm going to trip tonight anymore. Or if I do, it's going to be a much smaller amount that I planned because I just don't think I'm in the right brain space. And it's just like, it's my own fault. Like I just can't get out of my head right now about this like really silly thing that we already talked about and got over. And so I was thinking it was important to make that decision because if I hadn't, like then it might've brought out some. Right. It definitely would have come back up again and it would have been a problem probably at that point. But it's really good that you're able to recognize that. Like it wasn't a good time for you to take a heavy dose of psychedelics. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely not. Again, like, you know, set and setting. um, And my set wasn't fully there. And it was a little bit disappointing because... I was like really looking forward to tripping on this rave, but hey, I honestly, by the time we got there, I was feeling better. And I also had some other options nice. that I leaned on and we still, I mean, yeah, left that rave feeling like amazing. That was when we saw Nora and Pure, who's this like just beautiful, like melodic house DJ. And she just, some of those shows you leave feeling like so fulfilled. And so like life is beautiful and your cup is like overflowing with love and happiness. Dude. And you're sharing that moment with your significant other. So like you guys are always going to be able to reflect back on that and like be like oh yeah i remember that time and i just like it builds a bond i don't know if you ever use this term but i remember in college we used to always use the term shrooms bond whenever you would trip with somebody on shrooms You'd be like, oh, yeah, we have the shrooms bond. Like, even if you just met them that day and you tripped with them, like, you felt so close to uh, them because you had that bond because you did psychedelics together. Oh, totally. And it just increases your ability to empathize and understand people. And I feel like being in a relationship and being in love and then doing shrooms or whatever psychedelic with your partner, you, you not only get that shrooms bond, but then it's just like a force multiplier when you're in love with that person. And it's like magic, man. I don't even know. It like literally like I didn't even understand. Like not that like drugs showed me what love is, but I feel like they really helped me highlight and like the living in the moment, like what you were saying. And it helped me understand yep. all of those love songs and like <laughs> all those things that you hear about like people being in love. You're like, I don't get it. Like why, why are they so into it? It's like, okay, now I get it. Like it's really something that is almost non-explainable, which is kind of poetic in a way. Dude, completely. Yeah, and I genuinely believe that the highest highs and the lowest lows that you can emotionally have as a human are love-related. Like, the happiest I have ever been and then the worst I've ever felt were all, like, relationship and love-related. I know you can relate. And, yeah, like, you add drugs into the mix and, like you said, it's a force multiplier and it also gives you different ways to interpret and experience that, whether it's different drugs or different settings. Like, for example, I've 
the story I was talking about, I think I ended up mostly doing like ketamine, but there was a part of it or parts of it where I was just like hugging my partner and we're just swaying and we're not like the type to like grind <laughs> or whatever. And like, the, it wasn't like that kind of music, either. like we're really just like swaying. And I'm like, oh, like we're so in love. I feel like we're on like, I don't know, like the Titanic or some shit like before it sunk. So it's like, there's like that angle to it where it's like very actively having this like experience and we're both like feeling the same emotions. You're at the club and the music is thumping, but you, you've got nothing left in the tank. So what do you do? Sniff some cacao. Yup, you heard that right. Sniff some cacao. It's the hottest new trend in the club and party scene. One bum-sized sniff of raw chocolatey powder contains the caffeine equivalent to a half cup of coffee and boom, it hits instantly. And the best part is you can now sniff cacao anytime, anywhere, right out in the open, in front of the DJ booth or the stage, even at the VIP table with your friends. Now, how does that happen without drawing unwanted attention? Snowgo's spring-loaded bump straws make it possible. These classy, triple mirror polished bump straws are the safest, most discreet way to enjoy sniffing cacao. In fact, you've most likely already seen people wearing Snowgo's bump straws as pendants around their necks without even knowing it. Discover why sniffing cacao using Snowgo bump straws is being called the biggest revolution in partying since the invention of rock and roll. Jump on over to snowgostraws.com to learn more. That's S-N-O-G-O-S-T-R-A-W-S.com and use discount code MDH15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. That even reminds me like times when I've been at concerts and had the most like profound drug experiences, I will literally turn around to my partner, my friend and be like, are you feeling what I am feeling right now? Or I'm like, I hope you're feeling the same way. Like when we saw freaking a flume at our local music festival, bro, the the two CB we took right before that, like literally made like the universe (laughs) melt in front of me during his songs. I just turned around to my friends. I'm like, I hope you took the same drugs I did because holy fucking shit. Like this is incredible. And it's like the shrooms bond. Like we left that and like even to this day, we still talk about it. We're like, that was incredible. Yeah, dude. I think that there's a lot that you realize while doing drugs with someone that you're intimate with, that you're in love with. And there's a lot of kind of almost side effects or outcomes of that that you kind of take for granted in the moment or you might take for granted but when you kind of look back and reflect on them you realize like wow that's kind of like a big deal for example even with drugs as simple as like alcohol and weed i'm sure that you've been in the situation before with your partner where you guys have drank too much or greened out or smoked too much and you guys had sex and you didn't remember having sex but you know that you had sex dude the fact that you're comfortable enough with each other to literally have sex and not even trip about it or even like have a single fleeing thought about it the next day is just speaks to another level of comfortability with somebody else and like love especially if you're doing that stuff unprotected and everything you know what i mean like yeah i don't know it just kind of blows my mind because like that literally happened to my girlfriend and i the other day like we we took too many edibles and we greened out like super hard and we had sex and then like i remembered it like barely and then she like didn't even remember it like she knew it happened but she didn't even remember it and i'm like the fact that we're so chill about this and like neither of us is even worried at all is fucking dope yeah i mean there's definitely a lot of things that coming with having that level of of trust like funny enough uh, a very big topic between my partner and i i would say the last couple months has just been like trust and just like the fact like like we have such an immense level of trust in each other it's like kind of just crazy like i've never trusted someone so much in my life and like that's you know that people talk about love languages and people say that like trust is the sixth love language but i just feel like it underpins everything like if you have that with your partner like i truly think you can get through pretty much anything 
And I think that can also lead to more like unexpected events or just yeah, obviously like even relationships like consent is massively important, but even just being able to have, I think more um, like spicier. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> is is really fun and exciting. Like you guys have established that level of rapport and obviously talked about it beforehand. No, the other thing that came to mind was I don't remember quite where I read this or heard this, but you know, a lot of like couples therapists and stuff, like when they talk to couples, one of the biggest determinants of like a relationship success is to what extent couples basically like show or express gratitude towards each other. And essentially like working against those feelings of just taking each other for granted, which if you just let a relationship carry on, like things will inevitably trend in that direction. And I do believe that it takes active work to do things that, you know, show your partner that they're special and also just kind of remind yourself that they are someone who is like really important and unique in your life. And they're not just like there for granted. And I think like one of my biggest things when I take most drugs for me, but I guess psychedelics in particular, is just that like, I feel so grateful for everything. Like I feel grateful for the life that I have. And these times when we're like on the couch, I just feel grateful that we can just like, I feel grateful for how good like (laughs) Bob's Burgers are as TV shows because we love those shows. And all we're doing is just laying on our couch and cuddling under a soft blanket and just watching like a few hours of TV. Like it's the simplest thing, but there's so much just like gratitude in that moment. And a big part of it is that presence that these drugs give you, but also just like literally telling each other like, hey, I am like so grateful that I am here with you. There's no place I would rather be in this moment. I think that goes a long way. And that's honestly a decent part of the reason. Like like there's, I'd say there's two levels to why my partner and I have like somewhat of a schedule when it comes to doing shrooms together. I'd say we try to do it once every two or three weeks. Part of it's just like, relationship like again just like just great it like boosts things even further it's like we're at like honestly like a 10 out of 10 like genuinely in our regular lives and then this brings us to like 11 out of 10 but then there's also the personal level where it allows us to disconnect from our sense of responsibility or things that we have to do because you know even on the weekends when you're sober you still think like oh like this week i need to do blah 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 or all these things it's like yeah it's like no you're just in the moment there's nothing else you have to do dude that's deep man it's great i really like what you said about the i guess you said a relationship therapist told you or something that you have to continue to put in effort and not take the other person for granted like i think that's like super deep man and i never really thought of it like that but that's super true and it kind of goes to like the way that i even look at love because before this relationship i viewed love strictly as a choice i was like love is a choice and i still believe that love is a choice like what you're saying like you have to continue to choose to love that person and not take them for granted but there is a lot more to it and i'm not saying that drugs showed me that but i do think that drugs highlighted that and allowed me to be a lot more in tune with that especially with with psychedelics they like increase your empathy and it's like i mean even when people are drunk man like they're like oh i love you and stuff like that like dude i mean it's it's nice to hear that dude even if you're intoxicated or the other person's intoxicated and they're saying it like you know that it's coming from somewhere like people should be doing that shit sober is what i'm trying to say (laughs) like and no like not enough people are but i mean hey that's why we have these tools right I think your cadence is dope. Two to three weeks. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It it works pretty well. And then, yeah, and I've just found that like when I'm doing shrooms that I... It's much more of like introspective personal experience or just personal between me and my partner. And like, even if there are other people around, I just don't really feel like capable of interacting with them very well. But I'm also the type of person where if I'm like in a setting where there's a lot of people, like I generally want to interact with them. And then I just, I just like get it in my head if I'm not capable of doing it. And so I found I just need to do drugs that facilitate my ability to interact better. Yeah, man. I remember your first bad trip, dude. It was at my old apartment and 
you and oh God. your girlfriend were on the same couch, but there was like a decent amount of separation, probably like a foot between y'all of armrests. Dude, that <laughs> the armrest fucked me. I'm convinced if I was right next to her without that armrest, I would have been. Yeah, like, man, hey, that's okay. crazy. But I, I get that though, because you're so used to tripping with her and like, you know, having that comfort of being with each other that like that, like what one foot of armrests between y'all and like not even being able to touch each other. I mean, it feels like, like a lot bigger of a distance like i know like when i'm sitting there on that same couch next to my girlfriend and she's on the same two seats that y'all were on then i can't even yep. kiss her without physically getting up because <laughs> like, it's just too far away like dude yeah i know and, and we're so used to our couch which is you know there's no like separate pieces like it's just like a sectional i guess where you can just like lay on it and yeah like usually we're watching tv like we're just like laying down sideways just like yeah that's fine yeah yeah it's great I will say, though, before we wrap up, that you definitely do not need drugs in order to be in love or feel those feelings of love. I just want to make that super clear here. Like, it's cool doing, like, when I say cool, I mean, I personally have enjoyed doing drugs with my significant other because my significant other also enjoys doing the same drugs as me. So us doing them together is a great bonding experience. It's like a hobby that we enjoy doing together, right? But by no means do I want anyone to walk away from this thinking that, oh, like, I need to trip with my girlfriend because if I don't, then we're not going to be as close as we could be. Because honestly, Yuki, you and I both have friends that kind of had that mindset where they thought that, oh, like, my girlfriend's not going to trip with me, then like, it's just not worth dating her like there's no like we're not going to be able to get that close and that's just that's toxic it's not like that like at all like what you said earlier about the ketamine and your girlfriend how she doesn't mess with ketamine that much and yeah it's you don't take it personally you don't get offended by it or anything like that's how it's supposed to be so don't be toxic guys yeah yeah definitely definitely not but that does also make me think like to what extent is i guess like drug compatibility important like obviously it, it should not be like an end-all be-all and it should not even be a major factor as long as you guys are okay with each other's habits. Like, obviously, if you're just like an avid recreational drug user, probably not going to be very happy and on the same page with like a total, just like, I don't know, someone who's just not into drugs for whatever reason. And that's totally okay. But they should at least understand. And, and and I don't like, for example, for me, like if I were to ever not be with my partner anymore and have to find a new life partner, like it would be pretty important to me for that person to at least be like just very open minded about drugs, just because like that is admittedly like a big important part of my life. Like there's something I deeply believe in and things that I want to affect change in the world through. And I guess for me, it goes beyond just like recreational usage. But I don't know, this is just something I believe in. And I, it's important to me to have someone yeah, on the same being page. on the same page. That's the best way to put it. So I think that's a question yeah. worth asking yourself. Awesome. Well, with that, stay safe, y'all. That's the pod. Truly, thank you for listening to the show. We seriously fucking appreciate it. If you want to help us out, just leaving a rating or a comment, you know, the drill would be incredibly helpful. But more importantly, share the knowledge and the love with your friends. Make sure they're getting the information they need on this topic that is so underserved and underappreciated in today's society. We'll see y'all next week.